quite rightly so, it became something that aligned more with the person that I am and has resulted in it being a very much an outdoors focused blog. So a, a blog where I write about getting outside, spending one hour outside, encouraging other people to do the same from the point of view of, hey, this is how I do it. You know, why don't you come along with me kind of thing? Maybe maybe not physically, but at least in a sort of metaphorical sense, you know, come yeah. along with me, come, come and enjoy, you know, your your work don't pay for your lunch break did you know that you don't actually get paid for your lunch break so take it and go outside <laughs> you know it's, it's those sort of simple messages that uh, I, I like to weave in and you know I, I uh, now do more journal posts I, I journal more about um, my longer adventures maybe or mm. um, and then I fill in those gaps writing a weekly blog which I really enjoy writing because that's the sort of hey um, this week's been a bit rubbish um, this is why <laughs> but this is what I'm doing about it or I've had this amazing experience this week and I want to share it with you um, and those sorts of things. So, yeah, the blog's kind of um, morphed and evolved over the years as I've realized who I am, but also to align it more with with what I do. Um, and it's open doors as well. I mean, because I'm blogging and some people read it, which is still weird to me, um, <laughs> but because of those things, I've had the opportunity to have extra experiences that I wouldn't have had otherwise. Um, mm. So I was invited um, to take part in uh, the Viaferrata Extreme over at Honister Slate Mine, which is the most oh. fun I've ever had. Um, I've uh, I went in the tank at SeaWorld in Blackpool, which is one of those weird things where a PR <laughs> person writes to you and says, "Oh, um, we're doing this launch event for a new exhibition at SeaWorld. Do you want to come?" And so I, in a fit of weirdness, replied with, "Yeah, I'll come along if I can get in the tank." And they went, "All right." Then. <laughs> So, <laughs> and, you know, you just you just have to take these opportunities when they arise, don't you? The the other thing I, I said about a skydive I did for RNLV years ago, um, I did another one. I, I was invited to do a skydive and write about my experiences um, with the North London Skydiving Club, which, you know, it's it's things like that that make me, I would say it makes me keep doing it, but that makes me sound terrible because I just do it for the free stuff. But that, that isn't it at all. What it's done is it's allowed me to live this kind of, bucket list life in some mm. ways and they're not massive things these adventures you know I'm not an Everest climber you know I haven't cycled my you know cycled around the world you know I haven't visited visited every country you know I, that's that isn't me but what I do are things that you can do on a Wednesday night or a Sunday afternoon or in within your annual leave entitlement you know all those sorts of things where I go off and do something for five days or, mm. or whatever um, mm. and my blog has given me an opportunity to write about things, those things and share them, but it's also opened doors so that I, I get to have some amazing experiences at the same time. And I love mm. it. It's great. Oh, it's lovely. It's lovely to hear. Yeah, we were, we were talking before we pressed record that we were in a similar boat in the sense that we both have passion projects that we do, uh, yeah. but we also have full-time jobs as well. So it is about yeah. sort of fitting the outdoors around your full-time it, work, isn't it? It really is. And I think you know, I, I definitely said this to you, so I will repeat it because I think it's an important point, is that we're normal. We're the ordinary here. We're the, most people, most people, they're perhaps not like me, but they're perhaps like us in some ways, in that we do have full-time jobs and we need those full-time jobs in order to live the life we want to live. We, Not everybody is able to drop everything and go mm. off and spend a year, I don't know, doing whatever it is that they imagine that life would be better with. Um, and that's okay. You know, living a life where you work Monday to Friday, 40 hours a week or more, quite a lot of the time is, mm. is totally fine. And it's, it's, you know, you don't, don't feel like you're, you haven't got 
as much of a life as other people do because you have to go to work and you have to care for your family and whatever else it is that is is taking up your time but what we should do and what we should try and aim for is those is, is carving out time so that we can also have little adventures spend time outside have fun with our passion projects whether that's writing or podcasting or mm. I don't know knitting or whatever else it is that you enjoy doing is it's about making the most of the life in between the bits that you feel like you have to do and actually then those bits that you feel like you have to do become much easier and much more fun and much more fulfilling because you've got things to look forward to or you did something last weekend or whatever it is that yeah it it just makes life that little bit better when you when you make an effort to carve out the time it doesn't always work and I don't always get mm. it right and you will often find my weekly blog starting with oh I'm really tired <laughs> I haven't done anything I've done nothing this week or whatever it is you know there, there will always be those moments where it doesn't work out um but that's the kind of aim of my life if you like and, and therefore the aim yeah. of my blog is to is to encourage people to make the most of the life you know life is all about the journey they say it don't they um, and that's the subheading of my blog it's like mm. yeah it's it's the traveling it's the bits in between the beginning and the end that make make life fun make life interesting yeah i mean that's just real life though as well isn't it things get in the way and like 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 you say i mean i've interviewed people on here who've made the outdoors their full-time careers through youtube channels through mountain guiding through <laughs> just explorers trying to climb everest and stuff but it is real life that we talk about when uh, you're trying to fit it around and things don't always go to plan and you don't always get time. And that's why, that's why I said before that I really wanted you to come on because it's about inspiring people. And that's what this podcast is really aiming to do is to inspire people to live the outdoors a bit more in part of their lives. And what you yes. talk about, it's just real life. It, it absolutely is. And, and it's, it's okay to have real life. You know, it doesn't have to be this most amazing, fantastic, inspiring thing all the time. It can just be a normal life. And, and I get, I was invited way, way back. So back in like 2015, early 2016 or something like that, I spent a day down at Ordnance Survey um, and just meeting the people there, having a look around, seeing how they make their maps. That's really cool, by the way. That's a proper way to geek out, to go and have a look. And oh, see how I'm a proper there. map geek. Oh, oh. It's just, it's, it was such an interesting day. But we ended the day with a conversation. It was myself and um, a few other bloggers and, and some people who uh, sort of work in the sort of the, the leisure side of, of Ordnance Survey. And they presented to us a piece of research which said that most people in the UK, if a journey would take them more than 15 minutes on foot, they'll take the car. Mm. And thinking about it now, I'm like, yeah, that's probably true. But at the time, it was such a shocking statistic to me that people won't walk 15 minutes to go and buy a pint of milk and they won't walk yeah. 15 minutes to school or work. 15 minutes was too much time outside. And I thought, wow, that is that is a shocking statistic. And I went home and I really gave this some thought and I couldn't shake this. And I ended up coming up with this personal challenge, completely personal challenge, sort of a personal sort of project to kind of prove to myself that 15 minutes was ridiculous. And I set up this one hour outside thing. So one hour outside is my project campaign, whatever you mm. want to call it, to kind of encourage myself and therefore other people to spend a little bit of time outside every single day to make it part of our daily habit and to sort of push home this message that a little bit of time outside makes the biggest difference to body, mind and soul and all the rest of it. You know, I looked into the research, I had a look into all of that stuff, but really it was more about 
how that made me feel, how that made me function as a person. And one hour outside really did come out of that idea that normal life is hard, normal life is busy, normal life means that you feel like you can only grab seconds to yourself here, there and everywhere. But actually Mm. carving out an hour, even if it's in two half an hour blocks, makes such a massive difference to your everyday. It tops you up on vitamin D, it um, it clears the mind, it clears the head, it helps you make decisions, it does all of that stuff the scientists tell us that it does. You know, it's supposed to help our immune system even. You know, it's, it's genuinely mm. supposed to be really good for us. But all of that stuff aside, what it does is carves out a bit of your own life for you um, and, yeah, and gives you an opportunity to then do something every day, little, mm. you know, little steps, little bits. You know, some people find it easy because you're a dog owner, you're a dog owner. Um, you know, you have to take a dog for a walk every day or they get really yeah. miserable. Well, <laughs> we, we get miserable too when we don't go outside. So we should, we should treat ourselves in the same way sometimes. But yeah, that, mm. I guess that's where it's come from. And that's where the start of me harping on about the benefits of spending time outside came from. And mm. since then, I'm now a very proud Ordnance Survey champion. I work with Ordnance Survey directly um, as a volunteer ambassador to kind of help push that message that, People are better if they spend a little bit more time outside every day. Um, but, yeah, that's kind of where it kicked off, and that's kind of where mm. where this sort of idea that don't don't necessarily do, do as I say, but, you know, don't do as I do, do as I say kind of thing comes yeah. comes in. Because, yeah, life, life is better when you spend it outside, surely. Cups of tea mm. tastes better. Flapjack tastes better. Use <laughs> are better. You know, it's, it's all better if we if we spend a little bit more time outside. So thank you for listening to this uh, minisode, we shall call it. Uh, Just a shorter version of the full episode that was released earlier in the year. If you like what you hear, then all of the episodes are still available. Go back on your chosen app and scroll through and dig and delve into the world of the Outdoors Adventure podcast and listen to any of the full episodes that you like the sound of. Thank you for listening, not just to this episode, for the, but for the entire year. It's been an absolute pleasure doing this podcast, and I hope you're enjoying the shorter episodes this month. I would love it if you would rate or review the podcast on your chosen app too. It does wonders to spread the word of the podcast and get it a bit more ooh, well-known and a bit of a wider listener base. See you next time. <laughs>